Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. We've got Lexi and Jordan here today. How are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. We're not going to really do an icebreaker because we're kind of just going to ask each other a bunch of questions today. (laughs) This one's going to be a little chit chatty, which is my favorite kind. So yeah. So we're going to do, I think we're going to do like a series of episodes on what we're going to housekeeping, decorating in the home. Yeah. Home centered. I think of what else. Yes. So today we're talking specifically. We do. Yes. There you go. All the domestic. Yeah work we have before us Mm -hmm. all of it lots of it (laughs) so um i just kind of wanted well i guess so yesterday i was having a really hard time (laughs) at home it wasn't necessarily hard but it was just one of those days where i was working really hard but seeing no visible difference in the home and i was just which i think is just so like common like there's so many days where it's like how is this possible? I've been working nonstop since 6 a.m. and it still looks like a bomb went off in here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not because of it dirt was, necessarily, just because a lot no. of stuff's going on. Yeah. Just people being people. <clears throat> yeah. You know, <laughs> eating living things. life. <laughs> <laughs> but it just kind of led us to a really encouraging conversation about like where our hope is in those times when we're being obedient, we're doing our duties, but we're not seeing like the immediate gratification, I guess, of that. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the context of why we're having this conversation today. Um, and we also wanted to start with just like a basic definition, I guess, of homemaking. Mm-hmm. So do you want to share what you think about that? Um, I don't know if this is necessarily my definition, but I think that it's helpful. Um, a quote from the ever-intelligent Brian Sauvé that he gave <laughs> at our conference last week where he talked about um, the home is not a model house, but it's a working farm. And I think that that concept is so helpful to think about on days when it's like, oh my gosh, there's mm-hmm. just craziness everywhere I look. The table is covered with school stuff. The dishes <laughs> are everywhere on the countertops. There's like cheese stuff everywhere just mm-hmm. every possible nook and cranny of the kitchen and house just feels very lived in at the moment so if you're thinking about it in terms of we are planting things we are growing mm-hmm. things we are um we are training children we are even in ourselves being sanctified through this work that we are doing um then you can think of those quote unquote messes as thing good things because you're seeing them as this is a farm that we are working yeah. and building and growing. And this isn't mm-hmm. a model home. The home is not intended to be always spotless and perfect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I yeah. think that kind of goes along with a definition of homemaking mm-hmm. um, or maybe yeah. just kind of a way to think of it that is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it also, um, I really liked the book by Oh, I've, I've recommended this before. It's called Keeping House. I think her last name is um, Margaret, Kim Margaret. I get confused, which is her first and her last name. But um, she basically says that homemaking is caring for the needs of the people under your roof and that it includes sheltering them, feeding them, and clothing them. Mm-hmm. And um, I know it goes way beyond that. But as a mom, when you think about the very, very bare basics. That's Mm -hmm. what you are doing every day is you're clothing people, you're feeding people and you're caring for whatever their 
needs are. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. Okay. So then we were just going to ask each other some questions about mm-hmm. homemaking that will kind of spur some good conversations. So, um, let me think. I can't really think of the ones we thought. Do you want me to ask you one? Yeah, sure. Like, you wrote them down, so. (laughs) What was a very informative piece of advice that you got early on in your homemaking career that has just kind of stuck with you throughout everything? Um, So, you asked me this uh, earlier so I could be thinking about it, and I really didn't think of a piece of advice that was particular to homemaking necessarily, Mm -hmm. but um, before I got married, my mom and two other women that were um, her friends, we got together, myself and those three women got together and I just was like, okay, give me all your wisdom. Tell me things before I get married that maybe I should know. And for some reason, this one stood out and this is more like wifely um, and it's not necessarily crude, but it has to do with sex (laughs) as a precursor. (laughs) But um, she was just a really sweet uh, woman. And she said, one of the things that she said was, um, remember to keep his belly full and his bag empty, was what Mm -hmm. she said to me. And um, although it's, I've like laughed at the time, of course, but it's like Mm -hmm. in my mind a little bit just to like, Mm -hmm. okay, um, as being a good wife, I should re- mm-hmm. be remembering to be like sexually willing and mm-hmm. more than willing. I should be cheerful about it. And mm-hmm. then I should also be um, feeding my my husband. And But that yeah. also now that we have kids, feeding my family well. So like just a yeah. little like, okay, be a good wife to your husband mm-hmm. and um, be providing for the needs of your family. So that was a little oh, yeah. really full bag. I think empty. that's totally pertinent because in reality your husband would probably rather have a cheerful wife than have all the Legos off the floor at the end of the day. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> so yeah, I think that applies. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's funny. So that was mine. Do you have one that came to your mind whenever you were at thinking? Um, yeah, question? I did have one. Um, when I, I like quit working and I had Ari all within the same two week time period. So I just, I hadn't been home full-time before that. Mm -hmm. And so I was really struggling with constantly, like I didn't know when to stop working and when to stop cleaning and when Mm -hmm. to stop cooking, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so it was actually our pastor's wife at the time said, well, why don't you just make a daily, uh, cleaning calendar where you have like Mm -hmm. one big chore a day and that's it. And then, you know, you can relax after that. And for my personality that has done wonders Mm -hmm. for me. Um, and just having a cleaning, I don't do it daily now. I have had to be way more flexible as I have more children and we're homeschooling, but just, I have a cleaning loop now and it helps me not feel stressed out about seeing dust bunnies in the bathroom because I know I'm going to get to it again soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and really that has just been helpful advice through every single season, even though other things have changed, that cleaning loop has never, Mm -hmm. ever changed. Okay. So I think that was one of my questions that I wanted to ask you is if you had a cleaning schedule. So tell us a little bit mm -hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I just include like the bare basics in my weekly schedule. And so for me, that is usually floors on Tuesdays, all of the kids' bedrooms and floors upstairs on Wednesdays, bathrooms on Thursdays. And then I leave one day of chores for um, just feast preparation for hospitality prep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. So I'm just rotating through those, really just those three major ones every single week. I have to do laundry every day now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
And then like other major things like getting to cleaning the appliances or wiping out cabinets or uh, decluttering that sort of stuff. I just kind of have to fit it in when I see it mm-hmm. or I keep it on my index card. I'll mark it down for like the next day if it's really, really bugging me. Yeah. But just having those minimum requirements always constantly taken care of. I feel like whew, way at peace. Yeah. And you wouldn't, you'd be surprised at how much of the house really can stay clean when you're doing just basics like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like everything to be kind of put away and picked up at the end of the day. So, um, I think we've talked about before we like pick up, uh, um, throughout the day after we're doing mm-hmm. things. Um, so like after we play with something, we usually put it away, which makes a huge difference. Like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of families don't necessarily do that, but I'm like, it just makes such a big difference if you just pick up a little bit at a time. Um, and I try, and it doesn't always happen. Like there are definitely circumstances where we have to move on to the next thing and don't get to pick up. But, and then mm-hmm, before we mm-hmm. go to bed at night, I like to have the kitchen all clean and everything put away. So for me, I think, th- I think there's a quote, um, keeping a clean house is picking up more than you've dropped. So mm. just like, making sure that everyone in the family is mindful just to pick up after Mm -hmm. themselves and, Mm -hmm. and that I'm picking up. And then as far as like big cleaning stuff goes, I, I don't necessarily have a day, but I do the bathrooms at least once a week. Um, and the floors I sweep, I feel like I sweep frequently, but I'm like once a week. We're vacuuming multiple times a day. (laughs) Just how it is. Just kind of always happening. Um, and, and then like, I wipe down my kitchen counters and stuff like that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, I feel like the more that you're on top of stuff, the less work that it actually is, if that makes yes. sense. Like yep. if you just keep on top of all the little things, then it's not a big deal. Your house never mm-hmm. gets insane. And that's, there's never, mm-hmm. there's never a time that I clean my house that it takes more than like, unless it's like a spring cleaning day and I'm like doing a bunch of yeah. stuff that I don't normally yeah. do. Um, there's never a time that cleaning my entire house takes more than like two hours or an yeah. hour. Oh, and yeah. half absolutely. Even. Absolutely. Um, and I think that because I just like stay on top of the little things that it mm-hmm. just, it's not a huge deal to do like a mm-hmm. whole house cleaning even. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly rare that I do a whole house cleaning. Yeah. It's rare that I like clean the bathrooms, clean the kitchen, sweep and mop all on the same uh-huh. day. It's yeah. more of like I'm doing little things here and there. Yeah. I tried that once where I just had one cleaning day and I just didn't like it because at least when you're cleaning a little bit at a time, there's usually at least a little bit of calm somewhere in the house, if that makes sense. But when you do it all in one day, you know, sometimes by the end of the day, it's already a mess. And then you just have to let it all go for the next, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Um, I did it all in one day before we had kids. Ah, yeah. There's a difference. That's the difference. All in one day. But, um, now the times that I do it all in one day, it's only like if Jared has taken the boys fishing or something and I have like yep. A, t- yep. a random couple hours mm-hmm. that I can just get it all done, which is nice because then the whole week it's like, huh, everything's kind of already done. The are the things that I, you know, like bathrooms and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other questions did we have? Um, let me pull them up again. Okay. So was there, has there been a specific household task that you didn't know how to do on your own that somebody had to actually come and teach you how to do? Mm. Um, I feel like for sure. Yes. I'm sure there's like many things. Um, cleaning windows. Uh, oh, okay. that was kind of a tricky one for me to like get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom is an excellent window cleaner. Luckily I have a really, really good mom that is 
excellent at housework um, and really gracious and kind. And she, I remember her coming to our trailer whenever we lived in the trailer and helping me and showing me how she did it. And um, yeah, that's like a, I do that like twice a year. I feel like clean my mm-hmm. windows inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Do you have the kind of windows that like pop in in your new house that you can like clean the no. outsides of them by folding them in? No. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. We have those and it's so nice for cleaning them because you can do it all oh, that is inside nice. the house. Oh, <gasps> that mm-hmm. is nice. Okay. So this is what I hate about cleaning windows is there's all the screens. So mine, do you have screens? They fold in. So I don't have to worry about the screens. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's very beneficial then. It is. It's quite nice. <laughs> that's it is awesome. quite nice. Um, so yeah, that's, but that, but it is like a two man job because you have to have someone like hold them as you wipe the mm-hmm. outside of them. So, oh, but yeah, that was one that I needed help, um, figuring out how to do well. Um, uh huh. And I don't know if it's like worth, I don't know if anyone cares, but what I do is I have a bucket of warm water with like one drop of Dawn or Mm -hmm. and um, just a microfiber rag and clean them all like that. And then I um, use, usually that's honestly enough, but sometimes that's not enough. And sometimes I will then Windex with a paper towel. Okay. Just in case anyone cares. <laughs> oh, okay. What about you? Did you have to be taught any houseworking thing? I feel like there's uh, definitely more that I probably needed to be taught. Um, also, organi- organizing my fridge. I feel like I was real bad oh. at that for a while, like organizing my fridge and freezer. And my mom would come over and be like, "Okay, let me show you this again." <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So I'm still not the best at that. I um I clean my fridge out either. frequently, but um. But it's just like putting the stuff back in, I guess, that I just have to be uh-huh. intentional with because I'm just like, nah, put it all in. <laughs> Wish you guys could have seen I my hand motions because it would make more sense. You're probably more tidy than I am. I am kind of messy when I get in my creative moods and especially in the kitchen. And it's just oh. like there's children around. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think Brian's some a little off my rocker, but really I'm like, well, the thing is I'm trying to get this all done with children here though. Jared, frequently, whenever I am baking, especially, and there's lots of powdered substances that are happening in the kitchen, he will be like, a bomb went off in here. What is happening? And he will follow me around with like a wet rag, wiping up all the flour and powdered substances that have just exploded. But he, whenever he is cooking or doing something kitchen, he like uses one item and then puts it away and then uses one item and then puts it away where I'm more like, I have all my items sitting out and then I use them and then I put them all away. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. Do you put them away one at a time uh, or do you leave them out? No, away? nothing. There's no method. Sometimes I put it away, sometimes I don't. And part of the problem, this is legitimately, so Brian cooks really often for us. It's not like he likes to cook. I like to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is when he's cooking, the kids don't bother him. Not that it's being, you're not being bothered. It's just that they want to be and with me. Yes. He can kind of be like, see you later. Dad's cooking. Yeah. Go do something else. They don't do that doing. with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't necessarily like what, ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My headphones fell out. She's I don't, getting real expressive with her hands there. <laughs> I don't want to shoo them out of the yeah, the kitchen. So I'd rather deal with a huge mess. It's just yeah. sometimes a lot of the time, most of the time, it doesn't all get put back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you so, mean. 
Okay. Um, was yeah. there something you had to learn how to do? <laughs> um, I think I've maybe not like a specific task, but I have had to learn to just like, if there are certain things that Brian wants done a certain way, mm -hmm. don't provoke him to anger by forcing my way. Just yeah. try to be mindful and try to do things the way he likes them. So in that sense, I have learned from my husband, I suppose, like yeah. what things matter to actually take care of and what things to just mm -hmm. kind of be like, whatever, he doesn't care about that. I need to learn to not care about that so much. Yeah. There's definitely so. been things that I have gotten better at over the years that I mm -hmm. didn't oh, yeah, do that's as true. well. And, um, uh -huh. Which leads us to another question um, that I remembered that we talked about. If you are not good slash natural or whatever you want to say at housekeeping, homemaking, what mm. resources have you found that have been helpful? Um, because one thing that we want to um, voice is that it's not okay just to say, I'm not good at cleaning or I'm not mm -hmm. good at cooking or I'm not good at whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, we know that those are parts of our job, so we want to get better at them. Mm -hmm. So what have you found that has been helpful in terms of housekeeping to grow in that skill? Hmm. I think sometimes, ha okay, first of all, Titus 2 is helpful in the sense that um, it tells us that we have to learn how, how to keep our home. So mm -hmm. if, you got, if you're the kind of person that feels like, well, this doesn't come natural, therefore I'm going to abdicate my responsibility not do this, mm -hmm. well, that's because that's how humans are created. It's not natural to know how to care for the home. Right. You need to be taught that. So humble yourself, ask for help. Yeah. But, um, I think we should all come at it from the from – the stance of this isn't natural to anyone mm -hmm. necessarily. Some yeah. of us have grown up in homes where the example was better than others, but none of us naturally are good at obeying God's commands. <laughs> like mm -hmm. we have to have yeah. God's help and we have to have our Christian brothers and sisters help also. Mm -hmm. um, so if you think of it in yeah. that terms, then it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I should be more comfortable asking someone mm -hmm. So what's your method of cleaning that sink? Because yeah. your sink looks super shiny and awesome, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. or whatever it may be. And I think that that has helped me over the years is like, whenever I see someone do a good job at something, I just ask, what do you use to do, oh, yeah. do that? Yeah. That's true. Just be like, have your eyes open, be curious about how your friends are living their life. Be aware, ask questions mm -hmm. and then try it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, like just, little listening to podcasts like what have you and and things like mm -hmm. that where people just give little tips about housekeeping mm -hmm. and things is immensely helpful for me and I get super excited anytime they give like a housekeeping tip yeah because I want to mm -hmm. learn and I want to know more and like please mm -hmm. everyone listening to this if you have good housekeeping tips if you have mm -hmm. mops or vacuums or mm -hmm. cleaning products or whatever it may be that you really like please comment because that's super exciting yeah. to me I want to mm -hmm. know what other people are doing that they have found that works really well oh, if anyone knows how to store homemade bread really well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, we're both trying to figure this Lexi out. Lexi and I want to know. Um, so, yeah, do you use a bread box? I'm, I'm sick of using lots of Ziploc bags <laughs> to, put my, um, to put my homemade leftovers bread in. But anyway, yeah. I think, have you heard share. of, do you know what a fly lady is? No. Wait. Okay. No, I don't Or like the Messies manual. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, so I think it was probably when Ari was a baby that I, I think I got the Messies manual and I think I found it through Elizabeth Elliot, but, um, think of it as like a pre Misty Winkler. 
in a way, but just in book format. But she has this whole index card system Mm -hmm. that's like, I want to say it was even a few hundred household tasks and you like flip through them and each day you pick a new one. So you know for sure it's like this whole huge, huge system of household tasks. And this one is the Messies manual? This is the one? Or this one's Fly Lady? Okay, she has so, Fly Lady wrote the Messies manual. Gotcha. But she has a lot of books and a lot of resources. So I get confused on, I get confused. So anyways, it was super overwhelming to me to think about like, already I had a baby and then trying to figure out like hundreds of household cleaning tasks on top of that was just (laughs) not cool. And so I've never been able to implement that ever, ever, ever. But what I have been trying to do is like, if there's something that I know I'm not getting to, or I'm not doing well, I try to learn how to do that better Mm -hmm. and slowly expand my skill set in the home, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because in reality, we, we should have a reformational view of this, not a revolutionary view. So the next day I shouldn't expect myself to wake up yeah. being able to do a hundred <laughs> tasks. Perfectly. Um, yeah, exactly. But something I have tried to get better at is ironing. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite thing to do. I yeah. have to do it every Saturday night. Brian likes his clothes looking a certain way. And so mm-hmm. I have tried to get better at that. And then I'll slowly do add something new to it. I'm trying to think of something that I need to do like, now I need to figure out how to get my dusty baseboards not so dusty all the time. Children, <laughs> children. I know <laughs> it's children. They're good at that. That's a great choice. <laughs> um, I need to figure out a way to clean my oven better. Oh my gosh! I don't want to use the really this. stinky oven cleaner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have tried a million different things to clean the glass on the inside because mm-hmm. I want the glass yep. to be like really clean looking. And mm-hmm. I, I mean. I've tried multiple different naturally things like baking soda paste and lemon mm-hmm. juice and vinegar and all this different mm-hmm. stuff and nothing gets it off. So listeners, yeah. if you have any good tip about cleaning the oven, <laughs> let me know. And I'm scared to use the oven clean setting on my oven. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you ever do that? I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. But the thing well, is, even I just, sometimes, I, even sometimes when I bake bread at a really high setting, like 500, oh. sometimes my fire alarms go off. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what is going to happen if I turn that on. I just, to be honest, I don't know if it works. I feel like I've never noticed that it works. I don't really? know. Yeah. I, I uh, clean it personally. Like I get in there and I try I wipe and clean it. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wipe it off, but there's lots of gunk that doesn't come off with just wiping. You Even this new oven in our house, um, it has like a steam clean option. And so, Ooh. A couple months ago, I went to clean it for the first time and I did that and I thought, oh, maybe it'll be better than the last cleaning set on our last oven, mm-hmm. but I still didn't notice much of a difference. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So figuring out how to clean our ovens well, that's something mm-hmm. we can grow in. Okay. Yeah. What's, what were some other questions? Do we have any more? Oh yeah. Let me look real quick. Okay. Um, oh, I did want to share, I'm trying to think of resources. So Home Comforts is a really cool reference book to have on hand. I haven't purchased it yet. I've had it from the library and I do want to purchase it just because there's some cool info in there. Did you um, say Home Conference? Comforts. I think oh, it's Home, home Comforts. Comforts. Okay. Yeah, it's a big yellow book. Um, <clears throat> and then Missy Winkler, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's like a ton of like how to books necessarily. I just think we should be the like women in relationships in your lives should be the most 
helpful resources really for learning mm-hmm. this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it, I think it was like, Hol- was it Holland or whatever that people used to talk about? I, I don't know where I even heard this information, but people would be like during a revival that was happening there and people would be like, um, not only is like, they would, they would notice the difference in the, in the people and in the culture. They would be like, it's so clean there. There's mm-hmm. not plagues like there are other mm-hmm. places, but mm-hmm. because, um, this revival was taking place in their hearts, it was also taking place like in yep. the surroundings in their home. Mm-hmm. There was like cleanliness everywhere. Yep. So I think about that sometimes. And like when I'm cleaning, I want it to be mm-hmm. a reflection of like the joy and shininess <laughs> of a new heart and yep. not just a super clean home for the sake of it. But like, Mm. I want there to be a sense of peace and order whenever people come over to our home, um, because of the inward realities that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anything else? Yeah. Um, I do remember one book it was, uh, it's called, I think it's how to keep an organized heart. Stacy East, I think is her name. And I believe it was published by Oh, is it Chally's that has his own publishing company? One of those guys has his own publishing company. Okay. Anyways, Cruciform Press is who it was published through. Okay. But she just has a really helpful book in there on, um, like, if your heart's not organized, you have no business trying to accomplish getting your house organized. Like, get yeah. your heart in place first. Because it, exactly what you're saying is mm-hmm. true the outward should be a reflection of the inward. So if you're not dealing with the inward first, then it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. what else you're going to do. So that was a cool one. Just in those first, like I'd say like the first two years of being a mom, it was really just, I was having to have to figure out how to do all of that for the mm-hmm. first time. In addition to figuring out motherhood. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and even Missy yeah. Winkler, like I haven't done any of her classes, but I just listen to her podcast. Sometimes she does like little mm-hmm. 10 and 12 minute podcasts that are really helpful. So, mm-hmm. um, if you guys want to check out, yeah, it's simply convivial, the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But yeah, I felt like those really have been helpful this year. I think you have to be careful too, because it shouldn't be this or that it shouldn't be a clean home or a clean heart. Yeah. It mm-hmm. should be both. Like that is the ideal. And as Christians, only we can per- pursue ideals. I think what happens is people can say, well, if you're, if you're always cleaning your house, but you're grumpy, you're just a legalist. Mm-hmm. But the problem is not um, creating like man-made laws, but the problem is you're not obeying what God wants you to do anyways. He wants you to take care of your home and be cheerful while doing it. So you mm-hmm. need, we should be not letting go of either of those ideas. We should be holding those in tension and be able to pursue both of them right. out of the, obedience. The opposite love. of legalism in the home isn't having a dirty home. <laughs> Yeah, correct. Right. Absolutely. Um, the opposite of that is having an obedient heart that is yeah. cheerful and happy to obey mm-hmm. and then doing the obedient work. And it's funny because like literally the Pharisees were not obeying God's word. That was the problem. And in addition to that, they were making their, their own man-made laws that they were choosing to obey. But if it's about God's word, God's word tells us to take care of our home. Mm-hmm. So it's not legalistic to tell your friend, take care of your house. Yeah. Go vacuum your floor, go make a dinner. That's not legalistic. Mm-hmm. We need, and we need to reclaim that sort of talk as 
yeah. as Christians. So. Yeah. And, and, and that sort of talk as beautiful and encouraging and life giving. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. Like it, the way we're like, viewing it. Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like whenever we think about going to vacuum our floors or whatever it may be, um, that we would be happy to serve the Lord and, and our family and mm-hmm. be thankful for the family that he's given us and the floors that he's given us to vacuum, yeah. but that we would be excited that like, this is my opportunity to serve the Lord and that we would remind ourselves mm-hmm. of that as we're doing mm-hmm. it, that we wouldn't just be thinking like, okay, I got to do these chores again, but it would be like, God has put good works before me. Thank mm-hmm. you, God. Here is my yeah. offering to you that I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just reclaiming like all of our life is lived before God and there should be a, um, just like a holy fear of the Lord and everything we're mm-hmm. doing. And I think that helps us really button down the hatches in terms of, okay, if I'm living to please myself, I will be annoyed if I have to mop the floor again. Mm-hmm. But if I'm living in the fear of the Lord and my aim is to please him alone, I'm not going to despise the child that made the mess. I'm not right. going to despise the work. I'm going to give thanks for both of them and obey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Did we cover everything? I think so. And we did it without your phone dying. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And yeah, like we said, be sure to write in, share your tips with us. We love to hear them. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of the Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started the Shepherd's Crook for Wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.